With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Here on November 5th, November 5, 2014, 2014. And you know, as recruiters, this is my little speech, as recruiters, <laughs> we're making judgments of people all the time. But what's behind those judgments? Wouldn't you like to know? Well, I've been reading a book called Split Second Persuasion. Split Second Persuasion by a guy called, named, Kevin Dutton, D-U-T-T-O-N. And he says our judgments are, to some extent, based on bias. And not only that, on an inborn bias. You're born with it. You're born prejudiced. Now, I'm going to give you some examples. I'm not just saying that. But you've probably heard all of them before, but you haven't put it together. I'm going to do that for you. Number one, we like Good-looking people. They get more signatures on petitions. And when they're out working for a charity, they raise more money. In court, good-looking defendants are less likely to be found guilty. And when they are found guilty, they get a lighter sentence. Yeah! Mark Snyder, ecologist at the University of Minnesota, gave young men pictures. Listen to this of girl students and had them speak to them on the phone to help them with homework. The guys who got the good-looking pictures, they were nicer and they were more helpful. And there's a lesson there for us. Remember, they were on the phone. They saw a picture before they called. When you take a picture for LinkedIn, you should make sure it's from your best angle. Everyone has a good angle that makes them look better than they really are, so you might as well take advantage of it. Why not? Example number two, another psychologist, Jeff Miller, he divided 5,300, 5,300, remember that, 5,300 lap dancers into three groups according to whether they were ovulating, menstruating, or somewhere in between. In five hours of work, the women who were ovulating got a lot more tips. The ones who were in between, they were next. And the ones who were menstruating, they made the least money. Obviously, something in the way they looked or acted affected the men differently. So if you're a man interviewing a woman, there may be more to your opinion than you think. Remember that, okay? Now, example number three, I'm going on a little longer today. It is very important stuff, hey? Women like pictures of men's faces best when the lines 
are smoothed out and soft. These guys, these psychologists, they'll take a man's face on a photo. They'll Photoshop it so it looks a little feminized. That's their word, not mine. And that's what the women like best, except when they're ovulating. Then they like the more rugged look, the harder line. So if you're a female recruiter interviewing men, does that mean you have to watch yourself? I have an answer to that, but I don't have time to give it to you here. I'll tell you on the show. Example number four, people are programmed to like baby faces. Even babies, this is amazing. Even babies look at pictures of babies longer than they do of pictures of older children or adults. And amazing but true, the same is true for monkeys. Monkeys like pictures of babies. Your brain gives you a chemical bath, a nice one, when you're looking at baby pictures, you know. And my guest today has such, this is a proof to me, she's got such a sweet, innocent face in her pictures. I never thought she was tough enough to be a guest on the Recruiting Animal Show in a number of times. I turned her down, but I was totally wrong. Jimmy Kimmel had a contest last week. He challenged parents to tell their kids they ate all of their Halloween candy and videotape it. And as soon as my guest heard about that, man, she was all over it. You can see that video. I linked to it from my show page. And what does that prove? It proves that looks are deceiving. It proves that you should focus on someone's qualifications. That's why there's no looks on this show. And Jerry, Jerry, what show is that? The Recruiting Animal Counting my 20 gauge shells here, I'm going pheasant hunting. Yeah. And I was right between like 36 and 38, and you're like, What show is it? And I'm like, 38, do I need to write that down? I was off. <laughs> you know I was what? off. I'm That's sorry. That's not the way you got to focus when you're doing something professional. I'm preparing to be. I'm preparing to be out of the office next week, and as you know, I am always working, always in the office. I'm just glad. I'm glad you had no fridges or stoves to pick up at the Home Depot. We'll check it out. The stove repair. The stove repair guy is going to be here between twelve thirty and one. Okay, well, see you then. Anyway, look, looks like you're doing something right with that baby picture on LinkedIn. I was wondering if you were going to get to that. I, dude, I'm way in front, man. Jerry, anybody who doesn't know him, and that's unbelievable, right? Oh, they know, anybody, they know Jerry's me. got a picture of himself when he was a baby on his LinkedIn photo. I Taken in 1966, him for everything else, I admire that. That takes guts, <laughs> and now it, it turns out it's the right thing to do. Trendsetter. Right? The right? Yeah, you are. Okay, Jerry, we've got a... We've got as our guest today a woman who just won an award from Glassdoor.com. An award, Jerry. She is a somebody. Celinda Appleby, are you there? Yes. Hi. How are you? I'm fine. You don't sound too energetic. What's wrong? Are you nervous? Oh, my God. I'm a little nervous. Maybe you should try try that again, animal. I don't know. I spoke to her. Give her another shot. I spoke to her on the phone. Listen, Linda Appleby, are you there? Yeah. 
I am here. Yes. There you go. Hello. Don't choke on me. <laughs> Listen, let's go right to the song, and then you'll tell us afterwards with the award from Glassdoor. I was going to start off with that. Okay, we're going to do okay. uh, Let Let Me Roll It To You by Paul McCartney. Do you know that song? Yes, but I'm not singing. Okay, so uh, 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 do you know any of the lyrics, or do you just know the chorus? I know the chorus. So it's let me roll it, let me roll it to you. Okay, that's all you got to sing. Anybody else? This one's re- would be really good if somebody else joined us. There's a lot of people on the line. Is Never there anybody heard else who's got the guts to we say let me roll it? Let me roll it to you. Anybody? Roll it. Okay, roll I'll it. go. Uh, I'll I'll I'll, call, I'll sing the first line and then you'll come in, Celine. Quick okay? update: I've got 42 20 gauge shells. I'm not interested in your <laughs> shotgun shells. I don't You're a little that. light. Oh, there's going to be some uh, birds interested uh, in here. Come on, it's the song. Don't re- look. The show's slowing down, Jerry, because of you. I'm trying Don't to pass it up, more man. Problems, okay? You cost me enough headaches two weeks ago. <laughs> Dealing with the fallout since then. I don't want to tell that story, so quiet Stop down. You did, man. God. One, two, three. I can't tell you how I feel. My heart is like a wheel. Selinda, let. Selinda. I can't sing. Let <laughs> me roll it. You can't be any worse than that. Let, I am really bad. Well, I cannot I do this. Think. Let me roll it to ya. Selinda. No, let, you didn't prep me for this. Let, you didn't tell me about this. Oh, you know but, the show. I what know, but you, I'm not Mike? a singer. I would have Mike, did Patron shots beforehand. Be You've got kids. Do you ever sing to your kids? No, thankfully no. That's what we use Spotify what a mom. for. You're looking <laughs> bad. First of all, you got the you torture your kids. I don't know how you got I the do. nerve to. If anybody takes a look at linked uh, uh, at YouTube, she she says I ate all your candy, and the kid says I don't love you anymore, and starts crying. This is who I'm talking to, and she doesn't have the guts to sing. Okay. No. That's funny. No, I. I don't sing, but you guys, I'll clap. Oh, hum. Tell us about yourself in 30 seconds. Tell us about yourself in 30 seconds. The fun's over, okay? Tell us about yourself in 30 seconds. So I've been a recruiter my entire life, um, and in both agency and corporate settings. I actually became a corporate recruiter once I had babies. I think I was uh, craving stability. The economy tanked, so I didn't want to chase a commission anymore. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. If you're having kids, then you're going to be more flexible if you go as a solo practitioner, as a uh, as a third party recruiter, not no. go into a company when you're on a rigid schedule. I don't. I you know I've never had the guts to go as a solo practitioner. So I worked in an agency with um, I guess it was like ten other people. And we were doing very boutique staffing. It was executive assistance and marketing. And honestly, when the economy tanked, no one wanted to pay a 30% fee on an executive that's assistant. Why, that's why That's why you went corporate, because you couldn't make any money anymore as a third well, party. I, that, that's one on part it? of it. Yeah, but I also a, wanted to stay home. Yeah, I also really had part this, of like... It. You know what? It's not one part of it. That's the part you didn't tell us, Okay. Now, no, that's a big part of it, but I also wanted to be a mom, and I liked the 9 to 5. When I was a, a headhunter, I worked, like, ridiculous hours. I was psycho. Uh, I was a yeah. very different person before I had twins, I promise. Okay, I'm going to 
something, dear. I do my research. I read an interview with you. You say you spend your whole night looking for cleared security people at nighttime or something like that. I used You're on to. the internet. You're not taking care of your kids. Just, just you know, well, you can't. Okay. You know, kids Part of my animals. torturing of my children, I used to put them to bed at 7.30. So that's a lot of free time in the evening. Now it's at 8.30 bedtime. But, yeah, I, I'm a firm believer of early bedtime for children. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not even rude to children. I'm, I'm not even sensitive to mom's animal. The show's about <laughs> – hi, Jimmy. They said I got a question for you. The show's about recruiting, okay? So you, you went to – I not, don't watch them at night, so I do. Are you sure I, it's I about recruiting? It's not about strippers and menstrual cycles? You know what, Mike? <laughs> you gotta, uh, uh, let's talk about that for a second. I don't believe those things ah, are that sorry. powerful. I don't believe I don't believe if you've got a a, a good-looking uh, man or woman uh, in well dressed in an interview that you're going to favor them for your uh, position. Uh, Does anybody want to argue with me about that? Of course they do. Of course they do. Well, uh, don't just there's say yes. Yeah, there's also a beauty quotient. If you're too good-looking, it's actually a negative against you. But people I, like people who are fit, who are thin, who have a good-looking face, but not too good-looking. People like that. They want to bring you on. And it's, it's, there's no question about that, animal. You know what? I think the personality counts a lot more. And I have to tell you something. I work on the phone. I don't see these people. What do you people. think personality is based off of, though? In a large part, it's based on how you feel, the confidence you have, which being fed, eating right. I mean, there's so much of that. That's, you know, I, mean, I, I know, I know some very good-looking people who that? aren't that interesting, okay, for at least to me. They're not lively. They're introverts. I'll have to agree with Animal on this one. There are some very good-looking people that are duds in real life. Michael, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tweet to you and, and ping you in the tweet from Harvard what they call an implicit assessment test. It's a yeah. series of tests done by Harvard researchers that are non-biased that show your internal bias. Uh, I consider myself to be very non-biased, and I was shocked at some of my results from these tests. Uh, read about it, whether you want to believe it in your heart or not. We all have a bias, not just on things like physical attractiveness, but on race, on things we consider to be a man and a woman's job, on how you pronounce the word menstruation. We all have opinions on those <laughs> things. And very I good. will ping it and very you can take good. the test. It's not me, man. It's science. Okay, Jeff. Jeff Newman, do you think that your uh, judgment is being subverted uh, depending on when the woman you're interviewing, uh, at what point in her menstrual cycle she's at. Absolutely, it's because not... I think there's pheromones being released into the air that are part of that cycle. We are primates. We are animals. Absolutely. What makes us human beings as opposed to monkeys yeah, okay, is that okay. we yeah, The monkeys we are the same as us. Those. In fact, the monkeys like baby faces. Who else wants to comment on this? Animal, it's not like it's a 100% thing, but if it's 2% or 10%, that makes a difference. Not to mention that so much of communication is nonverbal, that if someone feels good and looks good and you're talking back and forth, you have a better rapport with them. If they're Uh slouching, if they're tired. I mean, you get someone who comes in exhausted who is up all night, they're not going to perform as well. Is, is someone that who sounds like you're, like, challenging parents that stay up all night. I feel like parents that, that stay is, up all night can still interview really well the next day. Well, they can, but sometimes parents, like, the key is, is they, it's like uh, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. 
parents actually, <laughs> because they know they don't have a lot of time. So my wife became really efficient after the kids. This is true. Until they turned into toddlers. But as, uh, as, you as know a what? toddler, I remember children, about, yeah, much I don't more know, efficient. But eight years ago, I wrote a posting, don't hire uh, young parents because they're always going to be tired. And uh, that's when John Sumser said I'd reached the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> 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 okay. Thanks, everybody. Uh, so you told us that you moved to the corporate world, Celinda. We're back to you. you okay. We, we, we moved to the corporate world, and uh, where, where do where do you go from there? So I, um, when I joined corporate world, I was doing federal cleared recruiting in the um, technical space, and I uh, was working for a small government contractor for a while. It was extremely flexible, super awesome as a landing space before I got the job at HP, and I joined HP as one of their um, you shouldn't, first you shouldn't few. Member, you shouldn't mention your employer after all the talk we just had. You don't think Go I should ahead. talk about HP? I'm proud I of don't HP. Think so anyways, you said, no, no, you said in one of your interviews, uh, I'm a brand ambassador, something like that. I'm very proud to be with the company. Most people are afraid to come on the Recruiting Animal Show because they don't want to talk about uh, you know, biases and menstrual cycles and stuff like that, okay? So no, I, just, I, mean, I just want to protect it, you. I'm, I'm looking yeah. out for you. Okay? No, okay, no, 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 I'm okay with it. So um, I joined HP as a strategic sourcer for our uh, federal sector, and yep. I sat in that role for two years. In the midst of being a sourcer for the um, federal sector, I got super excited about social media, probably slightly behind the curve of some of the power users, like, um, you know, out there, the bullying people yeah, are yeah, better people either. than me. We don't need but, yeah, so then I um, one quarter I made nine Twitter hires, and my um, VP of the America Staffing Organization call, you know, called me and asked me what this was about, and then I got really involved in training everyone no, 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 you know on what? sourcing. I've got to tell everybody, I just didn't think it would happen this time, but I actually spoke to Celinda on the phone for the first time on Monday, and she was terrific. She is choking today. She's choking. <laughs> I'm going to have to fill in the story. She's there working at HP and on, you know, somebody's uh, penthouse office on one of those huge, big office buildings. He's looking at his data, and he sees Celinda Appleby. Who's she? This unknown girl placed nine people she found on Twitter in one quarter. No one else has done that. Bring her to me. That's what happened. You were pulled out of nowhere, and the guy just was totally charmed, and he gave you a big job, a special he job. Right? He did. He Don't did. Don't you know he how did. to tell a story? Come on. You're you know it Monday. way better than Go me. back my show. Okay? Okay. Fine, fine, fine. I'm going to step it up here. So anyways, this so this job opened up to become a digital media um, leader for the America's organization. Um, I applied. I got the job two years ago, and I've been in the digital media capacity um, supporting oh, talent attraction for two years. Uh, 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 Let me guide you. How did you? Okay. <laughs> this is Jerry's favorite question. Jerry doesn't know what smart is. This girl got a big job because she knew how to place people from Twitter. So we're going to ask her to tell us that. Nine people. Did you source them on Twitter? Yes or no? Yes. How? But what kind of jobs? So prim- how did you source them? 
Okay, so sales and marketing and a lot of solution architects, um, again, for the federal sector. And so what I was doing was I'd go into Twitter and I would search, you know, solution architect and our competitor, and then I would send them a, a, just a tweet, not even a private message because they obviously weren't following me, and I would say, here's a link to the job I'm recruiting or how are you, I'm looking for people like you. And I ended up becoming really good friends, in quotation, with some of these individuals who still follow me on Twitter, and um, they were able to introduce me to people in their networks that eventually became HP employees who were still at HP, actually. If you were an ugly old white dude like me, that would not be happening. You think it's a picture? Like Terry, you're no, a I mean, you're, you're, you're a good-looking uh, little baby. Go ahead. I, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to balance between reality and what we're allowed to say on air. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, hey, you're a pleasant-looking person. Well, thank you. Um, you got, you know, I, yeah, hey, why not? I have not? no witty comeback for that. I'm, I'm, I, I'm humbled by your thoughts. So, um, But it worked. It really did work. And it was honestly mainly about networking and, now, here's and just, question. you know, here's talking question. to people. Here's a question. Listen to me, okay? Here's a question. These people, I, I, Jerry, I didn't think about it, but you've got a nice picture. Maybe Jerry's right. I, I, first thing when you told me that, I wondered, why did they give you referrals? They don't know you. Why did they give you referrals? Is Jerry right? Because you, you're good looking. Is Maybe that the, the picture. Answer? I'm kind of charming on the phone. I clearly charmed you on Monday, so I think <laughs> my phone skills aren't bad. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. People people trust me for some did odd reason. Did they give you the referrals on the phone or on Twitter? Phone. So I'm a big proponent of following up via phone. So once I make the connection, I want to chat with you on the phone. Yeah. Okay, so you and ask those guys to see. How did they send you? Did you give them your email address? How did you get them to give you the phone number? How did you get in touch with them? Because you found a stranger on Twitter. Then you get them on the phone and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. use your feminine wiles to squeeze them for names, Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, so I sent them a private message on Twitter with my LinkedIn profile so they could see I'm legit. I'm a big proponent of making sure all your profiles look exactly the same. As you'll see, my pictures are pretty much consistent across all my profiles. And then I would send them my email. They would reply to me. I was very passive-aggressive, so it wasn't like I'm recruiting you. It was you know, more networking. And um, it worked. I mean, people would always call me or they'd give me their email, and then we would chat. Um, or I'd find their email from LinkedIn some way, somehow. Um, but it was always a phone call where it was, I would sell them on HP, sell them on the project. And, um, and again, I never had a direct Twitter hire from someone that I you know, talked to, but they always would refer me to their network. How did you ask, how did you ask for the referral, since we're talking about referrals? I just asked for it. I said, it sounds it. like the timing Let is not right for words. you. I want to know the exact <laughs> words. Okay, so the timing is not right for you, but I think that you um, may know some people. Can I send you some information, or you know, can you share this with your network? Um, I'm very blunt. Um, I just went out and asked for it. I don't like wasting people's time, um, and listen I don't know. Me. It works listen for me. me. Listen to me. Listen to me. So you just sent them stuff, and they passed it on for you that you didn't say, give me the names? Um, sometimes they would give me names. Sometimes they would say, oh, you know, so-and-so is looking, and then I would look them up on LinkedIn, and I would ask the person I was talking to if I could use their name, like, you know, Tom told me about you or, you know, uh-huh. stuff like uh-huh. that. Okay. Or so they, sometimes now- they would introduce me on LinkedIn with that little introduction tool. Um, 
I don't know. Recruiting was recruiting falls really natural to me. It's, I could do two things really well. It's recruiting or bartending. Beyond that, everything else is is a crapshoot. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I have to switch. I want to ask you a question about being a woman bartender, but I'll have to do that when I run out of other material. Right now, okay. I actually to Jimmy because if Jimmy Durbin is still on, he posted an outrageous tweet the other day that he sourced thirty eight people off Twitter. Is that correct? Yeah. Want to tell us about that? Just don't say yeah. Fill no. it in, okay? No, Keep I don't. On before. No, I don't want to tell you guys how I did that. Are you crazy? Okay, so don't. You tell should. Me. Oh, you suck. Well, why would I tell you? I make a living off this, dude. People remember this is a recruiter's. Okay, dude, okay. Right? I got the message. I wouldn't tell either. Okay. If somebody <laughs> can't figure out how to find the people they're looking for on Twitter. But it's all yeah. about karma. Yeah, you uh, share and you learn. Like I did not become who I am without people sharing. You know, so there's mm-hmm. definitely I yeah, learn from people, people like all me the time. Sharing. I totally get no, no, it. He You're charges. Welcome. I forgot. He does training. He does training. He does training. If you if you're charging for the the information, oh, true, true. I respect that. I'm, I'm less you. concerned about the training and more concerned about actually placing people. That, you know, that's okay, the, okay, uh... okay. I respect it, Jimmy. You're not the guest. I can't squeeze it out of you. Okay, so you got nine hires. They gave you a new job. What was the new job? The social media job. What was it? Um, so it was a digital media uh, lead for the America Staffing Organization. Okay, so what did and that then, mean? Basically, at that moment, it meant that I was going to um, expand our digital or recruitment marketing um, in the America space, so north and south. Um, we didn't have very much of a presence. Um, I think we had just established Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn um, from a career standpoint. So in the beginning, it was very much strategic and fi- uh, figuring out policies and procedures. It was really boring to what I thought I signed up for because I thought I was just going to tweet all day. Um, but that wasn't quite the job um, in the beginning. Yeah. Eventually, yeah, yeah. that became the job, but it wasn't I'm going like to tell you first. guys, this is she is really interesting. It's just that she doesn't like being interesting on my show, okay? Is that just you think I'm not being interesting? You don't Does think anybody? I'm being interesting? Not if I okay. wasn't squeezing it out of you. No, yeah, you're not. You're flat. You sound like you're in an office or a committee room. That's and not I'm not. Good. I'm sitting in my kitchen. Okay, so, okay, so. Um, no, 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 wait, Celinda. So Maybe it's what? me, okay? Maybe it's me. Does somebody have a question for Celinda that they want to ask her at this point? Since I disagree. I thought she's been vibrant on the phone. I met Celinda in person a few weeks ago. She was even more lovely in person. Clearly not knowing her recruiting style, it's the strength of her personality that makes her successful. Without I love you, Jeff. Thank okay. you. Thank so, you. I'm definitely not black, but clearly I need to step I it up. I never want to hear. Go on. I'll shut up now. Bye-bye. Okay. No, no, you so, should go on. You're obviously more interested so, so, than me. So that you did something right in that boring job because you got nominated then for the global role. Is that right? This is correct. So um, I'd been in role for almost eight months or so, and the, my presider got promoted, and I got the opportunity. He nominated me for the global role. Um, and then the global role became a huge beast, um, and it's been a lot more fun because I have an excellent team that I work with. Um, I have three yeah, regional leads set. You know what? Thank them when you get the Academy Award. I don't want you to thank them here, okay? Well, I'm saying it's not just oh, me by me. myself you anymore, which is awesome. I didn't that I was going to have to push you around. I thought I would just be able to let you talk but and I not like say. I like you pushing me around. This is, this is good. 
You report to the VP of talent acquisition. I just want to say what your level is, okay? That's right? pretty cool. And the goal yeah. is to help. Not just recruit- some chump. She's real. Goal is to help the recruiters have marketing communication material, Marcom, online yes. that they can use, right? Yes. So my job is to humanize the talent acquisition lifecycle and make our recruiters net promoters of HP. You launched a new employer brand. What does that involve? So as you guys know, as I told you as a recruiter, I have zero marketing, zero experience in employer brand, but I joined um, HP in this role at the right time, and I was involved at the team that was able to roll out a brand-new global employer brand, which was so much fun. Um, We got to pick copy and headlines, and all that stuff means nothing to a recruiter because it's still still Chinese to me, to be honest with you. But we were able to – don't slur Chinese people on this show, no. okay? <laughs> I mean, it's foreign it. language. It's foreign you're language. Supposed say, you're supposed to say it's Greek to me. It's Greek, okay? They're Greek? European. It's okay to make fun of them. Oh, okay, okay. Well, it's Greek to me. But um, it, it's, it was a really great time because we went from a really flat, really boring, um, product-heavy brand, employer brand, to a more human, very personable um, we were changing the way we were recruiting, so we, were, we flipped the funnel from executive um, experience hiring to a more university um, early career model, and so that helped with the new brand. And hey, You know um, what? Let's, a- listen, I read an article this morning by Miriam Saul-Peter, Kepi underscore uh, careers this morning. She interviewed a woman called Jackie Hydock. She's the director of global recruiting at Apple Annie something or other like the Apple Annie apps. I can't remember the name of the company. But she said things that made me understand what social recruiting really means. It doesn't mean what you were doing before, going out, recruiting on people on Twitter. There's not really much of that. That's not why everyone's getting excited. Social recruiting means you set up a website where you show people stuff about your company and they can talk to you if they want to, essentially that's it's it's like a, a glorified post and pray. Am I right about that? It's a passive thing. It's not active well, I think like it's two prong. I think it's two prong. I think um from a corporation standpoint, you wanna have, you know, a great career site, you wanna provide the, you know, employer branded content, you wanna show candidates what it's like to work at your company. Why are you different, right? But I think as a sourcer, as a recruiter, you are being active on social because that's for you know, that's how you're gonna get the word out that's how you're going to communicate that's how you're going to differentiate yourself you're not so i do know you're it's talking diff- about how great it is here like uh you got uh what did laurie say laser tag tuesday <laughs> something like that that's what you're doing you're promoting the fun side of the company that's that's not really active recruiting what you were doing before was so unique it attracted the attention of the people higher up but that's not what they really tr- they and then they gave you another job isn't that funny you were doing something right, and they gave you a different job. They turned you from an active sorcerer into sort of a, a passive But recruiter. it wasn't easy. They didn't want me to leave my sorcerer job. I told you this. It took me nine interviews to get the digital media role. So no one really wanted me to stop sourcing. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I was a sorcerer and digital media for six months before finally I was like, I can't do two jobs. Pick one for me. And luckily they agreed to let me do the social media one over okay. sourcing. Okay. Okay. I didn't ask for your sob story, okay? If so, here's, <laughs> Jackie, 
here's what Jackie Hydock says. She says, Hydock. Some people should change their names. If someone shares one of our jobs with their network, it's a great sign that they would be a positive addition to our team. That's not a great sign to me. Do you agree with her? Um, you mean like if a candidate shares the job or if it's his employee yeah, engagement shares? Someone comes to their site and starts talking to them and then shares the job with their network and somebody sends a resume in. Just like, you know, you had a referral. That that doesn't mean the person's a good candidate. It means they're trying to suck up to you or it doesn't mean anything, right? Where would she come off um, saying that? I would say it's it's... for me. I do think that I love it when candidates come on our Facebook page and talk to us, and I do take special note of them and try my best to help them through the application process, or my team does, rather. So I do think that she has some valid points to that, but it is kind of hard to track whether that person shared the resume and where it came from unless they have some sort of super awesome tracking device, and we don't have that. So I wouldn't be able to Here's something else she says. On social media, this turned me off. That reminded me of being in school. On social media, we like to see responsible photos and content from people who take their personal brand seriously. I have to groan when I read that. It's probably true, but, you know, responsible. It means bland, right? Yeah, it means corporate, for sure. Uh-huh. I would have uh-huh. to agree with that one. Uh-huh. You don't want to okay. see you don't want to see on your corporate Facebook page, you know, pictures that are, you know, inappropriate to your brand. You have to make sure that it's aligned to your brand. Yeah, they're boring. Okay, we believe, here's another quote from her, we believe that LinkedIn is the best place to judge candidates on who they are. We understand, this is, she's very understanding, we understand that Facebook and Instagram are more personal and we're less likely to take them into consideration. What about you guys? Do you give the people a break on well, Facebook? Well, I'm a little... I'm a little shocked she's judging people based on their social media profiles. That We do not do that at HP. LinkedIn so we're not judging not anyone. LinkedIn is not social media. It's a resume. Well, I'm just saying we're not going to any resume or, excuse me, any social media site and judging any of our candidates. That's extremely not who we are or how we operate. So I am shocked she's putting that out there because that's probably against the law in multiple countries. I just want to salute Jimmy Durbin for those 38 people, okay? Just came to mind. I, I, I thought he'd want to talk about it. That's why I gave him the opportunity. Okay, now as we uh, recruit, she says, I think we answered this question. As we recruit, we keep in mind that every employee is a brand ambassador. In other words, they don't yes. want any cowboys, right? Yes. I, I operate okay. on the same premise. I think every single person in your company is a recruiter. It doesn't matter what role they have or what they do. And so we can call them brand ambassadors. I'm not a big fan of that title, but I know it's really popular now. Um, but I do think that any single person, doesn't matter who it is, is constantly and can help you recruit with your, you know, rec- One more with your recruiting efforts. You, you actually surprised me. What you said, I find that candidates are using very personal email addresses that contain a picture of inappropriate actions, like beer guzzler yes. on Hotmail. Is that what we're talking about there? Or? Oh, my God. So some really ba- – so when I was a recruiter, I used to get some really shady ones, like very sexually inappropriate ones. Um, and I, I definitely think that as a candidate that you should have your first and last name period as your email address. Like you shouldn't get fancy with it. Okay. Uh, anybody want to talk to uh, Selinda? Anybody want to talk to a bartender? Okay, she's here. 
Nobody wants to talk. There's lots of people on the show. I'm opening up 212, whoever you are, if you want to say something. Okay, so Linda, am I missing anything? You know, the guy who was on two weeks ago had the nerve to say after the show that I didn't give him a chance to raise his issues. Why didn't he tell me on the show? Why didn't he tell me on the show? So I'm giving you a chance right now. Is there something that you plan to talk about that we haven't talked about yet? Um, no, this, no, I think we, I think you've uh, pushed me hard enough to share. So thank you for uh, that. I got a question for Celinda. It's Jeff. Okay. So Hi. I debate with Martin all the time, and I still see the debate in, in our community all the time. Do you think recruiting is more aligned with the sales aspect of a business or the marketing aspect of a business? And I'll give you mine. I think it's more aligned with sales because we're selling the company idea. We're getting new sales leads when we talk to candidates. And second to that, we're spreading the idea of the brand, if you will. Right. So I think I think it could you can look at it both ways, but I 100% agree with you. The best recruiter or sourcer out there knows how to sell the company, knows how to sell yeah, the brand. You guys are boring the hell out of me. He says it's sales, but describe marketing, okay? And I'm not going to teach you the difference between sales and marketing on this show. I have to tell you something else, Jeff. I don't like it when a guy with an accent like yours tells me how to pronounce words, okay? There you mm. go. I don't oh, forget I'm what was said earlier that. in the show. Sorry I remember, and it's in the back of my mind, just waiting to come back. Okay. Jerry, Jerry, do you have something to say? No, I'm just listening, taking notes. No, 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 no. I don't want you complaining after. You complain to me that I don't ask the right questions, okay? I'm sorry. Well, here's I'm... your chance. Here's your chance. You got this girl. She's done everything. She's been a bartender, she's been a, an agency recruiter, she's been a corporate recruiter, and now she's a social media guru. Okay? Ask her a question. No, I'm not a guru. I'm not a oh, guru. Oh, whatever you are, okay? you got a, you not got a, a, guru. a, a I was, title, nope, like a I'll Catholic fight you for name. That. It's full of, uh, oh, you got a five or six words in it. Okay? Not a guru, Jerry, No, I don't like Jerry, that. I, I don't have any questions. Recruiter. I'm listening. No I'm enjoying the show. No strategic questions that you're going to beat me Nothing. over the head with later on? No. No, I mean, no. Nothing, no, Jerry? No, no. Jerry's you, You're You're going back to the time where you had that multi-million dollar big biller agency guy, and you were asking him to role play, uh, send me your resume stuff. And that, that was a good question because you want to know how a multi-million dollar biller does that, okay? No, man, you don't care. I mean, that's that's pedestrian yeah. stuff. Anybody, okay, you nobody want, else wants to talk. If you want to talk, just tell me, okay? Now, there's a guy, he's Canadian, Dan Tapscott. He's very famous, and he wrote an article on LinkedIn. I thought it was uh, garbage, and I'm going to just give you some true or false based on what he said. Is that okay, uh, Celinda? Yes, please. Were you the only kid in school named Celinda? I've never met anybody else with that name. I was. They used to call me Cylinder, so you can laugh about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it made me think of the Neil uh, Diamond song. Cylinder was mine till the day that I found her. Okay. What about Cylinder Dion? That's yeah, Celine. That's, that's, that's Celine. a little different. It's a little different. <laughs> okay. Selinda. How about telling the morning, telling the night? Hey, Selinda, is HP, do you guys use a lot of uh, video interviewing in your process? 
So we just signed a contract with HireVue, uh, I guess, late last week, and we're about to start using that in pilot form. Um, I'm really excited about the tool, actually. What's your goal with it? Um, The goal is actually to minimize uh, travel um, and also to target early career and university candidates. Okay. Um, we're going to roll it out in a couple of different use cases. Um, I was actually really involved in the re- in the research of the tool, but no longer involved in the rollout. You know, so, Jerry, um, you're taking you're taking me down. Okay, you, this is the kind of question. That was a good. Hey, everybody, was that a good question? We're talking to somebody from HP, and I want to know thirty-seven thousand dollars starting salary. HP. <laughs> You know, yeah. You, you asked me if I had any questions. Yeah, I diligently I I dug one up. I asked the no. question, and you Jerry, never again. You, never again. No, that was a good question, Jerry. That was a, was a great question. question. It was. It was. I approve. I approve. <laughs> okay. Listen. Here's I'm what's telling you, it's the wave of the future. You can't be an HP without video interviewing solutions. Okay. You well, look, Jerry. Can't. Jerry doesn't believe in video. Okay. And he, Jerry, had an example on on uh, Facebook today of a person who turned down a company because she doesn't want to have to prepare for a video interview. She wants to talk on the phone, or she'd rather just come over to the office. She She's three blocks to... away in downtown Chicago. Yeah. And, and, and they, they want to stick this roadblock in there? How, come on over. I mean, would jeez. I think yeah. it's just like it, I think it's like a it's a process. So I think if you know everyone's doing the video, they can't do special conceptions for the girl that lives three blocks away. Well, that's absurd. No. So now you're going to video interview everyone. Jerry, yeah, I think that's well, how it's going to be. Video interviewing also allows you to record what had happened and share it with other people, look yeah. it on your tablet, go back to it. You know how I pitched it? I pitched it as Netflix of recruiting. So your hiring manager can now Netflix video <laughs> interviews on a Friday night and select the top three candidates to bring into the office or have a phone call with. Like your streamlining process here. Yeah, if you've already gotten the people, it's it's pretty effective. You know, okay. you to, it, it's Think of all the time it takes to sit talk with somebody and go through it and get them through security and you're dragging them out in the middle of the day. Yeah. As long as and they're well selected, it's thing. a good idea. Again, I don't have a use case for it, but, again, what I've heard from people, because I talked to a lot of people before we purchased the tool, um, especially if you're hiring individuals that are still in college, they can do it in the middle of the night. They can do the interview at 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning, whenever is convenient to their schedule. They don't have to come in during your night, standard 8 to 5 hours. So companies have seen an up in, increase in videos or interviews and hires. I can come so are, back after we've used it for <clears throat> six months and give some real results. But okay. I'm just basing it on other people's feedback from when we interviewed them. So are you implying that it would be wise for agency recruiters to have intake interviews standing by so that if somebody's interested in that resume, they can say, here's a video of the interview we conducted? There's a lot of big companies like Manpower. No, Manpower is using it. A lot of the big, you know, agency um, names are using video interviewing. That's because that's because a salesperson from Higherview came in, gave a presentation, the HR extensive arm, and said, "This is the direction things are going. You have to get on board." But I agree and with now that. They are. 
Well, actually, Alejandro, What were you saying? Alejandro actually said something interesting. Who's talking? Me. I'm talking. Remember the host? Listen, I'll be back to you guys in a sec. Alejandro said something unique. He said that what if agencies, instead of just storing a resume, they interviewed everybody on video and they put it into their database, and when they want to send out a candidate, they got the interview ready to go. Just like Jerry's uh, old um, recordings Audio. of the right. Yeah. Well, so this is this unique. is true though. You have to save it in your database. I mean, Hireview integrates with your applicant tracking system. You yeah, but no, no, I've it. never you... heard of anybody. I've never heard of a third-party agency that stores video interviews that they can send out any time they want, just like a resume. Never heard of it. That's unique. Congratulations. I we did well, that. I think it's a cool. That, I think it's cool. They did that in 2000. It's not in, new. At, at yeah, doing that. Jim, Jim, if you want to talk about the had show, a VCR the and a camera, the and they would record talk people and the put phone. it on the Talk into the phone. <laughs> they, they recorded video, put it on a VHS tape, and would send it to managers for just that reason. Long before Boy, the technology made it that's easy. That's a lot of VHS tapes. That's that a lot. I'm going to put those at the warehouse. <laughs> There's just okay. too much inventory. And the problem is, is that every job is different. So unless it's something really simple like counter help or CNC machining that's it's been around a long time and everybody knows, it, you know, the candidate's going to be different. Plus, what happens when they take another job? Now you've wasted all that time. Yeah, it might be why should you do it for three-minute increments stuff. make the big difference. You know, targeted toward a particular role, so you have an executive intake perhaps. Whereas if you have something lower on the food chain. You know what? Uh, I don't think yeah. the candidates would agree to it. That's but that's more changeable. Story. I don't think the candidates would go for it. I don't think they would. That, well, the isn't that part of your sales? They're really bad at video. They're really yeah. bad at video. They're not used to it. So most people don't do it well. Yeah, it's like taking your picture at the at the uh, for the, your driver's license. Okay. DMV. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. I saw uh, a video discussion by Reed Hoffman and Peter Thiel. Now, Reed Hoffman, he's the boss at LinkedIn, right? or was, he's one of the founders, he said references are much more important than interviews, or Peter Thiel said it. What about, what, do you agree with that, um, uh, Celinda? I don't know. I don't know about that one. Do you check references? Did you? So, um, when... Listen to what he said. He said interviews are just a chemistry check after the references. So here's the deal. So when I was an agency recruiter, we obviously relied on references. They were part of our package we sold for 30% of salary. You had to come up with a package um, to sell. But when I was uh, a sourcer for HP, we obviously used a third-party vendor to do our references. So I haven't done a reference in quite some time, not going to lie. So you're going to beg off that question. Don't answer. I am. I am. But I also think that it is – a chemistry check, and and here's the deal with references. So if you're going to do my references, I'm going to give you my best three people that are going to speak beautiful things about me, right? I'm not going to give you my three managers that I didn't get I'm along with or something. thought I was combative. I, I, I insist on speaking to managers, and these guys are not trained interviewers. If you use follow-up questions, you can get almost any information you want out of those guys. That's my opinion. Well, but I think also people give you the best people, though. They're not going to give you someone that's going to provide bad information. That's part of the process. Okay. I think a good recruiter can pull some stuff out. You can use bad employees because they give names thinking you'll never call. Yeah, this is true. 
Okay. So I don't know. Do you guys do references? You guys recruit now. Don't ask us. You're not interviewing here, okay? (laughs) There was a guy guy who posted, Jaco, Jaco Waldenberg or something. I can't remember his name. He's in, I think, Denmark or Holland, and he posted that he's now a certified professional LinkedIn recruiter. I understand there's a course for that. Yeah, so they were doing that at Talent Connect a few weeks ago. Is it worthwhile? They were certifying classes. I don't know. You know, I, no. I obviously didn't take the class myself, so it's I don't really have any experience. It's a thing to put on it. your resume. It has no impact on actually recruiting. It says, do you know how to use LinkedIn Recruiter, the way that LinkedIn tells you to use it? Do you yeah. think that he'll make more money because of having that? I Probably not. No. No. I'm, I'm actually having to go through uh, – I'm going through the uh, process of getting that certification done and uh, – it's uh, it's exactly as Durbin described it. There, can you follow the process that LinkedIn has dictated? You know, you use when using LinkedIn. How much do they charge? It's like two hundred bucks, but the company's paying for it. But uh, it, it's it's it even talks about you know, there's an entire section um, part of the like the training module that I have to complete that talks about you select this list of 10 or 15 candidates and then click uh, send, basically telling you, showing you how to send out a mass in-mail to everybody. Mm-hmm. Would you pay for is, it is yourself it like now stuff? that you've done it? I would not pay for it myself. Yes, it is very basic stuff. It's nothing like... Um, Glenn Cathy? No, yeah, nobody would do anything like this. Okay. It's, it's okay. Uh, uh, so Linda, you're a new recruiter. Yes. So, Linda, yes. your buddy, Mike Chavis, is that his name? Yes. Is he on? Some, somebody's put us on. Uh, no, he's not on. <laughs> somebody, somebody put us on hold, okay? Hey, you idiot. You jerk. <laughs> yeah. Music. Drunk. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, hey. that's right. What? Who can that be? I'll have to go through every phone. <laughs> It's on the line and turn it off. Did this. Turn the music off. Not 212. Turn it off. I heard this. Turn it off. Is Jerry? No, I thought Jerry might be there with the... uh, Don't go on the to pick up all your... I'm here, man. I never make mistakes like this, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm almost there. I'm going through. It was 210. It was area code 210. Who's that? There's there's two area code 210. That's New Jersey 201. They're both calling from the same number. Oh, 210. No, 210. I don't know. 210. Baltimore. I don't know. No, that's oh, uh, San Antonio. This is, this is a question I want to yeah, get answered. San Antonio. San Antonio, baby. This is a question I want to get answered. Let it roll, baby. Okay. Time I, th- I know who that was, and I'd rather not single him out. Yeah, <laughs> no, okay. that was not me. That, was, that might have been Kalen. No, hold on. Hold on. Uh-oh. Mike Chavis. Uh-oh. Mike Chavis. Do I have to say it ten yeah. times? He was recommending. He's a sorcerer at HP. He said time trade is fantastic, and I want to know what it is and why is it helping him. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so I used to use time trade um, when I was a sourcer. It's this tool that integrates with your Outlook, um, and it might integrate with other things. I don't know, but I use, we use Outlook at HP. I, at the time when I used it, I think it was $60 for an annual contract, and basically you set up your calendar, and it sends out these emails to your candidates. What? Yeah. Someone's eating chocolate. Would, Who is would everybody eating? please mute? It sounded to me like the rapper for a Nature Valley crunchy coconut bar. 
Oh, that wasn't me. I, I didn't was know talking. that. That is <laughs> ah, my ears. I mean, they've been around. And that's yeah. one of them. Time trade. We might be actually – it might be a practical takeaway from the show. Yeah, no, it's really good. So it's like $60 for the year, and you can set it's up it. your calendar to create um, – you know, pointed emails that you're sending to your candidates, you're not going back and forth. You're not like, oh, I'm available at 9. Oops, sorry, 9 o'clock's gone. You sent them an, a look into oh, your calendar, and thing. they can pick times. It's really cool. Okay, so it's a shared calendar. It, it shares yeah, your calendar. You can do that without, using, without paying for it. Could you just not right. ask somebody, hey, what time can I call you? I mean, yeah, but you school? go back and forth, right? You go back and no, forth sometimes. You like I say, I'm available. Your calendar and let them see your availability and pick a time. You don't need to. Well, that. no, but so the difference with this is, like, for instance, let me give you a use case. So I used to recruit salespeople and IT people, and my IT people were cleared, so I couldn't talk to them until like the evening hours when they got out of the skiff. And so I would send them one email that said I was available between 6 and 7 p.m., and here's the time slots, right? And then for my salespeople, I would give them a much more broader view of my calendar because they're on the road all the time. Um, and you could pick and choose depending on the requisition. You could change emails. It, it was super user-friendly. You can see when they open the email. I don't know. For me, it was a lifesaver. It was definitely awesome for productivity. Okay, Good. I thought someone was going to challenge you. I guess it's all over. Kathy, do you have anything else to say? Kathy Manis? Good no, I used a similar tool um, when I was at Sodexo, and it, and it was helpful. But now that I found that I can insert my calendar, you know, that's helpful too. But I, I think they're both good tools. But so my beef with inserting your calendar on Outlook is that you're inserting your whole calendar so they can see, like, when I have a doctor's appointment, I don't want them oh, to no, see no, what no. I'm you doing. I think you can choose um, what you want to, you know, show. It gives you the options. So the di- uh, you can choose like a you have couple hours. They pop on. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't <sighs> think it was that expensive, and I thought it was easier, and it looked prettier, um, in my opinion. Sure and that way, I'm not sending sure. my Outlook. It does make a difference. And plus, what if they're what if they're not in the Outlook? A lot of times, exactly. That's true. Yeah, okay. I, I think Jeremy. Somebody told told me told us on Facebook that uh, I use a pointy. Jer- Jeremy Roberts uses something different, uh, but similar. I can't remember the name of it. Show me there, once. There or are some- hundreds of them. There's one called a pointy that I use. Are used What's at it some called? point. It, 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 they're a pointy. A p p o i n t y. There's there's lots of them that are out there. See, isn't that a there's terrible name, stuff. a pointy? I mean, I'll remember it maybe now, but I couldn't figure out how to spell it. Jeremy uses schedule once. Dot com schedule once okay so why why does why was Mike uh, bragging that he was getting a lot of people signing uh, onto his uh, calendar is it like what's the issue there then I guess he's having a big he's doing a big recruiting push and he's got a lot of people that are wanting to talk to him and he's closing them on okay, schedule let's talk about corp- let's talk about corporate culture oh gee you know I want to ask about guys you hate on- culture. Yeah, that's the whole idea. I just want to mention that that uh, our friend uh, Lori Rudiman said, listen to this, a yeah, very I interesting line. She said, Zappos spends tons of money on marketing and advertising. What does that mean? That it's so-called culture isn't really what leads to brand awareness. They're saying it is, but they're spending tons of money the traditional way. Okay? 
I think she made a good point. I've never seen anybody. But they else have made. such a cool culture, though. You can't even deny it. They so just you know what? The they do have a cool from, culture. They have it's they, like what they do over there is really cool. Have you seen their so, offices? They have but, a but prison gym. It might be cool for some people, but not everybody. Uh, this well, is true, but that's no, the whole cool point of culture. It's cool because everybody, everybody says it's ones. cool. It's so no, cool they don't even have jobs no, on their job site. That's really cool. That's cool. No, I think they, they have a cool culture. For people who uh, who like rock climbing, who dig Vegas, who are a certain kind of. It really is. They really do make focus on that. Job testing things is because so many people go ooh close. They you know, have Jim, list. I have so much respect for Jim Dorman, but when his phone drops out, it goes down a notch. I got to tell you. For a while uh, there. Hey, is my, the whole is my the new whole phone. culture discussion a post Google thing or what? Or has did, culture always been? Did anybody else to, experience uh, the same problem as I did? Zappos you, somehow got Android to stick their stupid app in all new Droid phones. Did you guys ever really? see that in your Droid phone? That's why you need no. an iPhone. You couldn't uninstall it. <laughs> Seriously. I I don't know. I find that hard to believe, Jerry. I would I think was, if you get stock Android devices, it's not I was, gonna be there. I was shocked. I'm gonna look into that. <laughs> Check it out. Check it, it out. It makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, well, but I, I think you need to invite Stacy to talk about Zappos because that's more her bucket than mine. She mm-hmm. refuses. She refuses to come on the show. Okay, she's not like you. She wants to mean. protect her brand. She knows we'd be talking like this. She wants to protect her brand. She'll go on Jeremy Roberts' show on video, but she won't come. That's okay. <laughs> She's still my friend. Okay, now, Celinda, so there's four minutes left. You know, you're a nice-looking girl. There must have been lots of guys hitting on you when you were a bartender, right? I I think so. That was so long ago, but sure. Well, it's so long ago. You wrote an article. You wrote an article about it just the other day. I stopped bartending uh, in like 2000. Like you know what? Yeah, it recruiting, is. Recruiting is not it's, like bartending. You know, you can write an article how recruiting totally is like cutting the grass. Oh, you know <laughs> how recruiting no, is no, like. No, no, no. People have bed. agreed I with mean, me really. on this one, Animal. Recruiting what? is like bartending. People no, have agreed. People have come minutes. back Go to ahead. me and told me they agree. But no, so I served, I stopped bartending in 2004, but I've always held two jobs. And then in 2004, I guess I felt that I didn't need two jobs anymore. Um, but yeah, I guess people hit on me. I, you know, I get hit on the grocery store now. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know how that's relevant to recruiting. I already set you up for the. Uh, you know. The, okay. I know you so, wanted me to say that. No, no, I didn't want you to say that. How do you get rid of them? How do you turn them off? Since you know. Uh, what grocery store? <laughs> I. Um, <laughs> I've always been in a relationship, so I always just say I have a boyfriend, which is the best classic line. And and, and when you want to turn off a candidate, then, you can't use the parallel line, right? So recruiting isn't like bartending. Yes, it is. You say say we've identified another candidate, right? I've got a better candidate. We've identified another candidate, and you tell them that. You tell your candidate that they're no longer in the selection process. And if you're a good recruiter, you're going to tell them why. No, really? What's that yes. got to do with bartending? I think because he's saying example. that you're gonna when you reject someone as a bartender, you're not gonna tell them why, or you're not. And I think it's the same thing. I mean, obviously you're gonna approach it a little differently, but feelings are still involved. Okay, so how do you I think it's time for me to stretch. 
when you, give me an example. Give me an example. Of a, this is the last, very last thing on the show. Give me an example okay. of a time when you told a candidate why he or she was not selected. Um, okay, so I've told people they weren't selected because someone else had more experience in them, or I'm really pointed. If the manager says, you know what, I really like them, but their networking skills are really low, I would say that because that way they can go back and fix it and maybe come back to us in a year once they've gotten more training. Or they were a drip, or, you know, what if the manager came back? This is a real story. Okay, here's a good one for you. I had a candidate once. She was interviewing for the executive assistant of a CEO. This woman had purple lipstick on and a whole ton of smelly perfume. I didn't know that. She went to the interview. The CEO called me and was like, I cannot hire her based on those two things. And I told her that. Obviously, very kindly, as I would you tell my her? child something, but I told yeah. her, I said, you know what, like, you need to tone it down. This is a corporation, and next time, don't wear perfume. People are sensitive to mm. smells. Yeah, okay, you know Especially what? Especially patchouli oil. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> well, I don't want to say oh, who, okay, I don't want to say who, but a certain, love patchouli. Oh, a certain <laughs> family member has now fallen in love with patchouli oil. I'm okay. going to have to ask him, don't sit on my furniture, please. You can't okay. get it off for months. It disgusts me. Yeah. It's strong, okay. yes. Nasty. Well, all, all oils. I mean, they can so clearly you wouldn't hire someone that smelled like that for your Never. company. You know what? Right. i got to tell you something. I do. I you know what? It. Yeah, okay, but those things are different because she can wipe off her lipstick. She can stop wearing perfume. Well, you it's wanted not me like, to be pointed. No, How it's if, if the person, if the hiring manager said, Celinda, I'd blow my brains out if I had to listen to that voice all day. That's different. That's something she can't get rid of, okay? Well, that's yeah. something a little Canadians different. Canadians are so violent. That's a little I'll different. You're that. right. Okay, that's a real story. So, Linda, it's been so <laughs> wonderful having you. I, I hope you come back again. But i got to tell you, we're going to go to Jerry's show, and you're not allowed okay. to, Linda. Okay. I'm going to hang out Thanks, now. everybody. Goodbye. Thank you. Ah! wants to say anything. That was a fun show. It was a good show, I thought. I'm not sure what we learned, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe uh, maybe we didn't learn anything, you know? And that's okay. It is okay. <laughs> right. Do you guys know how healthy um, HP is right now? Healthy? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. they just split the two different companies. Yep. So what did they split? What, what's the other half of the company then? Um, what is it? HP Home and what? What is it? Um, I'm not sure. If they split into two core functions, like okay. actually split. I mean, okay, so Kathy, we need. Yeah, an I had up- a question. I was dying. We need an update. Oh yeah. I mean, okay. I let her. I told her that, you know, it was not a good idea to show up. I, mean, I, I used your wording, Jerry. I no, mean, that was uh, Alice. No, I used your wording about the concern over the um, travel. What would you say? And did any of that, you know, I thought that was taken care of, and um, has any of it come back? 
and she said that it had. And so I, I, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I told her, well, look, you know, why don't you not, you know, withdraw from the interview day on Friday. They want people only that will travel, commit to travel 80 to 100% of the time. Doesn't mean you're going to, but you have to be willing to. You know, when you're in a space where you feel that, because she loves the company, she wants the company. Was she was she hoping? And because I know that this happens sometimes. Was she hoping? Well, I end up looking bad, Jerry, at the end of it. No, you won't. You won't. No, don't worry about it. You're doing your job. But was she hoping that somewhere during the process? And she said, and she copied me, and she said, you know, I really appreciated you know speaking with you and Kathy. However, I just can't travel at this time. Well, you know, at the very beginning, I vetted her about that. Yeah. So I look like I didn't vet her. No. Mm-hmm. See, I I firmly believe that sometimes candidates think, hey, they'll just say whatever, you know, to get past this recruiter person. Right. And they're going to blow them away mm-hmm. and, and get them to change some stuff to fit their Yeah, needs. she had that attitude. She really did. She yeah, didn't try. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, yeah. She thought she would single, sell herself. Um, yeah, and said she has, you know, all these different offers coming in. We actually expedited the interview off, you know, uh, the interview uh, format for her because she was mm-hmm. entertaining other offers. And, you know, I ended up looking like an idiot. But the other the – No, you is, I don't think you do. Well, no, I, yeah, I didn't want her to show up and yeah, say – Yeah, we can't blame can't ourselves for everything. You know, I just don't like – I don't run across candidates like this very often. Yeah, they're one in a hundred. But once Remember, you spot... candidates lie and clients lie, yeah. we can't take it personally. You have to go with your instinct on stuff, and that's what they're that's what you're paid to do, I believe. Not so much wash every interview, but when you say, Hey, my professional experience tells me that this is now in the waste of time category, yeah. I think mm-hmm. people expect people respect that, you know. I, had I, a guy who I, got I did pull it. Letter. I mean, I, I, I could have sat and not said a word, but I pulled it yesterday. So, yeah, good deal. Um, good deal. You know, but I think I have but, a higher that's going to Yeah, pulling it is better. It's always hard to do. You're like, man, uh-huh. I screw this up. But it's just our business. It's just our business. Yep. Well, let me ask yeah. you something regarding our business and what what you guys think. I, I have a, a close friend who, who did work at HP, went to a startup company, wasn't real happy there. All of a sudden, HP called him, like, this week and wanted him back. So he goes to the startup company, tells him that, and what does he do but accept a counteroffer from the startup company that oh. he was unhappy with. Do you think that he has a chance in hell of ever going back to HP? Well, did he, did he accept it? No. Did he pissed he the manager off, and then he, you know... Does he have a yeah, chance in hell of bad. working with you again? Is the question. Well, no, no, no. He didn't work with me. He's a he's someone I know that did. Oh, work. I see. I, I don't I, know. I mean, yeah, he shot himself did, in the foot. How, no, I don't know if he just told H. He's a liar. That's the problem. No, I don't know if he's a liar. We don't know that. He H. P. wanted him back, and he went to his employer and said, "Hey, man, right? H. P. wants me to go back. You know, I'd rather stay here, but you know, can can we change things a little bit?" I don't think that he wasted HP's time. And as long as he told HP, hey, you know, now's just not the right time for me. You know, if he ended up using that to his advantage or leverage. Once you've generated paperwork, you can't say no. Everyone, no one forgets paperwork. 
And right. his manager took him back, which was a good sign. If he if just did it, you just talked to him, that's fine. But the offer was generated? That, that's well, not no, he took him back. The, the starter, the startup company took him back and gave him a hell of a lot of more money. I mean, so much so that I don't think the startup can afford him for that long. I don't know. I, 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 I don't have a good feeling about it. Yeah. But I just wonder what you guys thought. That isn't that. I agree with what Jim just said about when once they make an actual offer, they don't want to get rebuffed. I think that that'll leave a lasting. Because it's personal. uh, Yep. Yeah. I never, I never, I tell the candidate I want a perfect. I want you to accept before we write that because once we write it, it's yep. Yep. Well, he worked for eight before and left them, and then they called him to come back. And now HR knows that if if they generated an offer, HP knows now. He's in their system. He's not getting another job from them. Unless I don't think we know how far it went with HP, though, the second time around, though. I, was it just that he ran into his old boss at the bar and he said, hey, man, if you went back in here, there's some stuff going on. Well, you could make it happen for you. Sure we do. We know exactly what happened. He let it go along, and then he went back to the startup yep. to tell them they were going to get more. There's no way he went to the startup without having a secure offer. Because HP yep. can take three months to hire sometimes. Did he go to the startup? You know what he did. You've but been around. You know what did he did. go to the startup and resign? <laughs> or did he go to the startup and say, hey, I HP got keeps bugging me? Yeah, I think he did that, Jerry. He played him. I know. And mm-hmm. he's sitting there thinking he's going to make this money for years and years, and they're probably looking right now to replace him. <laughs> three months, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. Get this product out the door. Let me get my next round of funding, and then you're gone. Yeah. That's what yep. I figured. Too bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh, hey, keep uh-huh. us posted on that one. It would be interesting to see if that thing that, that move actually blows uh, up. It's my husband's son. I can't believe he did oh. it. Oh. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, make sure you clean out the spare bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, let's... Thank you, because your wording, I loved how you worded it on Facebook. And um, that's how I use I use a lot of your wording. So now you know normally I charge three hundred and fifty dollars an hour. I know. By the yeah. <laughs> three fifty to three seventy five, depending. I mean, you know, right in there. <laughs> okay. So anyway, I thought it was a great show. I think mm-hmm. Celinda did great, and it was mm-hmm. entertaining. Um, again, I wish we, um, he would have let her get into some more nitty-gritty because she was pretty... He doesn't. Very, you know, he doesn't really... I, I don't believe Animal just really has a, a, a program laid out for very successful people at the upper end of the food chain. Mm-hmm. Now, I know he's probably going to jump on here and say, well, then why, did you, why didn't you ask any questions? Well, I did. And the one question that I did ask, he thought was stupid. I thought it was relevant. <laughs> That's I thought it was a question he always asks, though. And Maureen, why didn't you ask anything? You always ask great questions. You're always very pointed. You didn't whisper at all today, Maureen. She I just did. I had making up. Oh, that's why I heard her. <laughs> hey, you guys want to know the secret to sourcing Twitter now that most people are off the line? It's pretty simple. Right. Hashtag. Hashtag. It's hashtag for events. I mean, it really is. You go find, if you know the right event that people went to, that's Pretty much, if you're trying to dig in, if you're trying to think who was saying it, they're talking to each other, saying, hey, mm-hmm. and those people who are talking to others on Twitter are signaling that they are looking for a job. I did so that with Great to meet you. Those are networking people who will take your call and chat. But you got to pick the right type of events to um, 
Organizational change management candidates with IT strategy uh, attend. That's what I want to know. Well, call one up and ask one. Yeah. Good idea. Okay, so Kathy, lay a score on us for the show. Okay. Just um, one. We're not grading animal anymore. Well, we know I he's like on the downslide. And everybody's back. Um, I'm going to give it a 90. <laughs> Would you stop? Maureen. I would give it that, a 90. Yeah, I'll go with that. You are a pushover. Okay, I'll it's... go with that. <laughs> show hey, <laughs> this is a We're confidential word from me to you. Later today. I let you in the recruiter's group, even I though. I know, thank you. Even thank though. You, thank you. Even though. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch my P's and Q's. I'll watch I'm my starting you off with two written warnings in your file already. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> there is no one. Zero tolerance. Okay, so you liked the okay. show. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. But I, I'll go with a 90. I thought it was good. Okay. All right, who else? Uh, uh, I was going to give it an 85, but I'm going to I'm gonna be like a pollster and say that now I think okay. maybe it was a 90, and I was just being unfair. <laughs> well, I'll give the 85. The fundamentals are much different than I thought. There was a, there was a 5% bias in my in my listening, so I'm going to yep. turn around and give that back. Oh, hey, keep so talking, man. i got to go talk to the uh, stove repair guy. Keep it going. It, it wasn't the guest. I think Animal was a little bit lost on his probing on some of those topics. So I think she was, he was great. I think he was enamored with her. Uh. I agree. Was she menstruating? And can you tell that over the phone? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I wanted I to ask what he thought of her. denied it. Uh, I think he was enamored. I think he's enamored with pretty girls. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a different yeah. one every month. Yeah. It was like one a month. Yeah, it's a Russell Brand on MSNBC. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have ever seen that clip, it's hysterical. It is so funny. She's flustered. She's flustered and calls her out on it. By the way, <laughs> not that I ever watched it. HP Inc. and it. HP Enterprise. Thank you. You're right. welcome. Right. That's well, a lot of those flip. companies are looking to shed lots of workers, so that makes sense. Yeah. Splitting it up changes things around, doesn't look as bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I got stuff I got to do. So thank you, guys. Have Did a great you call day. Me? Did you give your score? Yeah, I called you earlier. I said 85. Animal fell down a little bit, I thought. The okay. guess was great, though. I uh, want to change mine back to 85. <laughs> the last minute returns have changed my mind. I, it was my original gut. I should have stuck with it rather than being moved by the herd. So I'm going to go back to 85. Okay, we'll okay. be the 85 contingent. Yes, Marina, I called you. Call me back when you get an opportunity. All I'll right, talk well. to you guys later. See you next week. All right. Are we finished Bye, now? Are we all hanging yeah, out? Yeah, not come back to nothing. Okay, we'll see you later. See you next week. Okay, I'll see you on the
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.